You're listening to the Savvy Citizen Podcast. Today on the show, producer Joshua Braswell steps behind the microphone to host, as Elizabeth Harry, Vincent Wong, and Dr. Gregory Greer are all in to talk about Hope Fest, an event coming up at the end of the month to bring together resources for Gaston County's population of people experiencing homelessness. We're going to talk about what to expect and why this effort is happening now. Hello, I'm Joshua Braswell. I am here with uh, Dr. Greg Greer, who is Special Projects Manager at Gaston County Social Services, Vincent Wong, who is Gaston County Executive Project Manager, and Elizabeth McGee, who is Budget Analyst for Gaston County. And we're here to talk today to talk about Hope Fest event, which is coming up on June 30th. How did this event get started? I'll, I'll pose this to anybody in the group. We Hope Fest is just the idea of having an event um, kind of like a one-stop shop pop-up event and just have a, a lot of wraparound services for the homeless uh, population and the underserved population to come and get the services that they need. The idea around it is to have this event and understand what is needed in our community, what are the steps and the processes when people are dealing with homelessness or, or need resources, and use that data to bring it back to the uh, Homelessness Prevention Committee and really fine-tune it and do something um, on a more consistent basis. Gotcha. So you, you are all part of the Homelessness Prevention Committee? That is correct. Okay. And how does that differ from the inter... Intergovernmental and interagency task force on homelessness. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a, a mouthful. long name. <laughs> so they're, they're two separate things. So correct. out of the intergovernmental task force um, came the recommendation for the Homelessness Prevention Committee. So the task force really dived in and did a deep dive into data and needs within the community. And the Homelessness Prevention Committee utilized that report or is utilizing that report to uh, be more boots on the ground, um, as Vincent said, to see what, what are the needs from the people and how can we impact those needs to curb the homelessness population. Gotcha. So what services are going to be provided at the Hope Fest? A little bit of everything. I'd like to list it all, but, you know, we'll probably miss some. And there's still some that we're working trying to, to get there there. But uh, the COC, the continuing care, will be there to do kind of intake. We'll have a Hope Vibes tank, which would provide laundry and showers to homeless people or people that need them. We'll have pet services. We'll have a mobile dental unit. Um, we'll have kind of groups or divisions from DSS uh, to talk about the services that they provide, veteran services, behavior health services, kind of a conglomerate of all the mm -hmm. nonprofits that deal with homeless individuals in our community to, to see, I guess for us, you, you see all these services, but we don't know kind of what order they need to be in. Um, and so we're trying to get data on what is actually needed, what are the steps that people go through, and what services do they need first or second, and then what will draw them there. So one of the conversations at the at the committee meeting was we need um, pet services there because some people might be willing to take care of their pet before themselves. So we're just trying to get and, and provide services there that get people there so we can get information. Uh, looking through the list again, uh, we're, we're looking at vote riders. The library will be there to talk about the services they provide and provide uh, library cards. I mean, it's just a little bit of everything. Yeah, that sounds really comprehensive. How did you reach out to the organizations? Did you approach other organizations and groups about being part of this event? So what I'll say, and then I'll 
pass it on to Vincent because he's done a, a lot of the coordination in being a part of the Homelessness Prevention Committee. We have a lot of passionate people in Gaston County, and they're very impassioned about the homelessness population. So the ask has been easy, but I'll, like I said, I'll pass it over to Vincent because he's done a lot of the coordination. Yeah, so it kind of just started organically about, you know, the, the committee talking about, hey, what services do we need? But then you talk to one service and they're like, hey, this is really good. We've partnered with this agency. What, what do you think about them coming in? Elizabeth and Greg have uh, kind of tried to manage my expectations <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but it's been like, yeah, why not come and join us? Because we're just really trying to get as many organizations out there to provide the most uh, amount of help and then see kind of where it goes. Are there events comparable to this that are out there and have happened before? Because this is my first time of hearing something like this. I mean, the Hope Spide Tank comes here, uh, I think, monthly through the Hope Hope Youth Network. And so uh, there have been several similar events, but I think this is kind of the first time that this is happening on this scale. And like Vincent said, you know, this is kind of the first time that we're doing something this big and we're trying to throw as much services as we can into the mix to see how it goes since this is kind of the first time we've done something this big. Yeah, this is, like Elizabeth said, it's been done before, but this is the first time local governments kind of got involved in it from the county side and the city of Gastonia. One of the other goals of the event is just to, there's been a, and I hate to say this, but there's been a lot of chatter and talk about doing things, and we just want to do it and, and see what agencies can we depend on, which agencies are stepping up to play to really help, and, and how do we all work together. I guess that's the other thing is this has happened before, but trying to get break down those silos with agencies and have them all work in a coordinated effort together and collaborative has, uh, and we're just learning a lot through that, you know, what agencies really want to come and, and help out with no strings attached, what what are some agencies that might need some assistance to come out and do it. And so we're just, it's really kind of a fact-finding event for us. Gotcha. That makes sense. So the hope is that in the future, next year, if there's another one, you'll be able to sort of refine and. It, well, so our, our hope is we're, we're, this is kind of our kickoff event. Um, and we're, as, as Vincent and Elizabeth say, we're going to take, we're going to look at what has, what is most needed um, and try in more on the long term, provide that and kind of a one-stop shop somewhere within our community um, and so those who are homeless or impacted by homelessness or near homelessness um, can have a centralized place to go based off of what we learned from this this kickoff event. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So it, it may not necessarily be a big yearly event, but more of an ongoing discovery of the types of services that are needed. That's yeah. correct. And, yeah. and how they're delivered. So like, let's say as a community, we realize that our long-term goal is to have like a one-stop shop place for the homelessness to go, homelessness population to go to get services. A lot of people have talked about one-stop shop as a, our main need. Well, this is our opportunity to say, uh, okay, well, let's try this. This is pretty low stakes for everyone. We're going to come together in a parking lot and <laughs> we're going to do our thing, work together, see how it goes. Cause you know, we haven't really done this before. And then maybe through doing this, we'll have questions like, well, what if we did this same thing, but mobile? Or what if we did the same thing, but, you know, at different parts of the county? What if we did, you know, a 
one-stop van or uh, what if we did you know pop-ups in hotels or pop-ups in other parking lots there's lots of different ways that it could go and I think it's kind of the approach is try it see what works and gather data along the way absolutely absolutely in terms of getting feedback on it it'll be a combination of both seeing which services were most utilized at the event and also maybe getting feedback from the people who were actually there the people who were getting the services that's correct you want to talk about Elizabeth? Yeah, sure, 100%. So like Vincent said, the Continuum of Care is going to be doing some kind of check-in, some coordinated entry is what they call it, and it's basically the way of getting information on people who need services and kind of getting them plugged into the system so that they can get connected to those services across multiple organizations. And we're just going to tack on a survey <laughs> into that check-in um, so that we can ask people some pointed questions about, you know, if we were to do X, Y, Z, where should it be? What, why did you come here today? What drew you here? What are, what are you hoping to get out of this event today? Those kinds of fact-finding questions. Yeah, and I think you're correct, Josh. I think what we're trying to do is there's going to be 20, 25 organizations there, but if we can see hey, these are the six that people really were drawn to, then we can do this in a smaller scale, a more efficient scale, and say, hey, for, for phase one, these six organizations really need to be involved. The other part of it is we have different life experiences, but we don't know other people's stories and other people's life experiences. So this is really a way for us to engage the population and ask them, hey, what do you need? So we're not here making decisions for them. They're in charge of, of making the decisions of, of what assistance they need. In spreading the word of this event, what are the avenues through which the homeless population and, and underserved populations would discover this event? We don't know. I guess we're going to have to find that out as well. We're going to try to hit every avenue that we can. So touching on with agencies that uh, work with the, the homeless population, our nurse population, and have them give it a lot of word-of-mouth stuff. Uh, we've uh, communicated with all the law enforcement agencies mm -hmm. in Gaston County um, and provided them with flyers to pass out to people that they might think can benefit from them and also let them know that that's going it on. Greg and I have met with the GC3, which is a conglomerate of churches uh, in the county, and talked to them about the event. So their congregation or their outreach can do it, and also the, the members of the COC and other nonprofits. But then also just word of mouth of, hey, this organization is participating. Where do you think we need to put flyers? So we hope to kind of spread it out, but that's some of the feedback is, what's the best way to communicate? And we don't know that. You know, some people, and in and, and today's age, a lot of people use different mediums to, to do that. So we're just trying to get the most we can to get the word out. So the event is June 30th? That's correct. 10 to 2. And where is it? First United Methodist Church on the west side. Awesome. So who else is involved in the Homelessness Prevention Committee? I mean, is it made up of folks from various county departments? It's not just county employees. In fact, it's mostly nonprofit and faith leaders okay. in Gaston County. So there's people from the Continuum of Care. There's agencies who participate in the Continuum of Care as well as other agencies who are kind of tangential or, you know, interact with the homeless population frequently. It seems like the needs are so broad 
I mean, if you look at the flyer and the, the amount of services that are provided, I mean, it's just like they're from every sector. I mean, from physical health and mental health and hygiene focused stuff. Uh, I saw there was a thing on there about identification. It seems like there are a lot of, a lot of different factors involved. I agree. I've said agree like five times. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, you disagree. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going back to our original purpose of just not necessarily knowing what all needs are in the community. And so we wanted to try to hit as much as possible. And as we said, in a one-stop shop to see what interest there are for our homeless population. Vincent um, and Elizabeth have done a great job organizing and getting people to commit. And we're very excited um, and, and feel like this will, this will aid our community. So a lot of this, some background is the Homelessness Prevention Committee. We meet and we talk and we kind of want to have this perfect scenario happen, right? And unfortunately, we'll never be able to know what perfect is or have it be the way we want it or anything like that. And I think for us, and we talked about it before, is everybody's story is a little bit different. Everybody has different needs. So instead of trying to hone down and say, these are the five agencies that we need, we don't need anybody else, is looking at it from a very uh, finite focus. And so for us, we were just like, why don't we take a step back and do as much as we can? And let's do something. Instead of trying to spend time talking and having meetings about what exactly is needed, will this work, will this not work? Let's just do it and see what happens, right? I mean, we don't know. We really don't know that the how many people are coming. It's not something we're asking people to register for. We don't know, you know, and, and we know it's Thursday from 10 to 2, right? So it's a snapshot in time. This has me encouraged a lot because every agency that we've talked to, I haven't really heard a no. So now, you know, we'll be able to, to actually engage people, hopefully in, in, a, in a format that's comfortable for them to be approached and talk to them about what services they need it and why they came and then understand that and, and, and fine tune this. But I really think this is just what the committee and probably the, the task force talked about is how do we just all come together? How do we break those silos? How do we coordinate and really work together? And, and uh, Elizabeth is one of the, the members that have been through the task force and the, this committee and help talk about some of these issues. Because Greg and I weren't, weren't employees at the county when, when the, the task force was going up. That's correct. Yeah, I had the privilege of taking notes for all of the, <laughs> all of the task force meetings. But it, it is really cool to see, you know, there's a lot of things that have just come up consistently over when people in our community have been having these conversations over the past more than a year at this point. And it's great to see something happen from from the county side and and to see people coming together. Because that was one of the main um, recommendations from the task force's report is we want to see more collaboration. We want to see more interagency and intergovernmental efforts. And so this is a, a baby step towards that. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Because like you were saying, Vincent, I mean, it seems like you could really spend forever researching and trying to determine what 
perfect services you could provide and you really kind of need to just do something. Yeah, we want a long-term strategy, yes, and we also want to do something right now. There are people who need help right now and you know, we also want to be strategic about you know, how we move forward into the future and I think that this does both actually. Right. Yeah. It's it's very hard for us as a committee to go and say, "Hey, we need a building that's going to cost X amount of dollars and we need uh, operating costs at these these amounts and be asked, well, how do you know it's going to work? And we're like, well, we've, we've talked about it. So this is the first step. Let's all try to do it at a very low cost. You know, a lot of this is being done by uh, people's good nature and donations, very minimal impact to local government budget. Um, and let's try to see how we can do this and, and what data can we get? Are we missing the mark? Are we, you know, is this is this going to work? And if so, can we do it on a more ongoing basis and hit people that really need it? And a lot of this is word of mouth. A lot of this is people going to have to put trust in us that this is going to work and something we're going to sustain. Like I said, I don't know what the expectation is of how many people will get out there and how many people will be able to help. But we want to get the word out that we're here, we're willing to help, and we're willing to listen and provide these services. So hopefully, you know, people can will go back and, and talk to their friends or their colleagues and say, hey, this event really worked out well, but we could use you in this scenario. Or, hey, you can go to the event, and it's a no questions asked. You're going to get the help that you need, um, and they're going to follow through with it. So much of it is learning through trial and error, but – we're making forward progression, and that's the biggest thing. Whether we help 100 or whether we help five, we're helping. Um, and that's, what, that's, the, that's our purpose. That's our intent. Is there anything that a listener of this podcast could do to, for Hope Fest? Are there any volunteer opportunities? Is there anything they can do to get, help get the word out about it? So, yeah, definitely help get the word out. There's going to be volunteer opportunities, but also just share the word, share the message. Um, and there, this, this isn't just a one-time event, right? This is the kickoff kind of for this, but there's going to be plenty of opportunities. We're going to need help. This is a community issue and concern, uh, a community problem. And it's going to take all of us to come together. So if there's a listener that thinks, hey, I can only do this, it's probably not needed, contact us work with us. Let's do this. We're all this in together. You don't know how much impact you can have until you really just do it. For, for any questions or volunteer, if you would like to volunteer, please contact 704-862-6735. That's Greg's phone number. <laughs> He'll answer. I will answer. <laughs> awesome. Well, Greg, Vincent, Elizabeth, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate it. And I, I, I'm sure the event will, will go great, and I look forward to seeing what the Homelessness Prevention Committee puts together in the future. Appreciate it. And you're more than welcome to attend as well. Awesome. Thank you. No, thank you for your time. Yeah. Um, and I just want to give a shout-out. You know, Greg is the chair of the, the committee, and he's really been the glue behind it. And Elizabeth has done a lot of work behind the scenes, um, but she's kept us organized and kept notes out, and, and it's just – a total team effort, and, and they've done a lot of work, and so we're looking forward to it.